we're back with Mark Penn. I'm Bob Cusack with The Hill. Mark, as we always do in these segments, uh, this is a very important uh, set of polls here. How would you, in one word, sum up the polling data? Wave. (laughs) Wave. Yeah, I think that uh, as much as I think the wave had been held back during the summer and abortion and guns were coming up as an issue and climate change legislation got passed and and Trump seemed so crazy and unacceptable and the Republicans didn't have their act together. Hmm. Now it seems like we're inching closer and closer to a wave election in favor of the Republicans because the issues have lined up now as inflation, crime, immigration, uh, and they have huge advantages on the top issues on the minds of the voters. And that says to me that they can't be fought off with uh, MAGA hate or January 6th or climate change uh, or even abortion, which I think does, you know, generate a few votes from them. And that the reality of the conditions in the country haven't changed and they hold the president and the Democrats responsible for those conditions. Yeah, and, and and just like your polling shows, I mean, my take on the summer was it was a pretty good summer for Democrats. Uh, they had a, a, a big win in Kansas on, on abortion. They were fired up. I think they won August. I think they won September. But these numbers really show, I think, Republicans are winning October and closing stronger than Democrats. I mean, if you look at it, wrong track, 63%, uh, 65%, uh, almost two and three say the economy is weak. Uh, personal financial situation, 57% say it's getting worse. Uh, we're seeing gas prices still high. They were dropping uh, for a while. Now they're kind of uh, still high. Inflation is still high and the market is shaky. And the top two issues uh, are inflation and the economy. So uh, it's hard to see this election not being about the economy, even though there is a thought of well, wait a minute, this is different. You know, uh, Trump uh, could be indicted and, and that kind of thing. But I think we're headed more towards, and I doubted this a couple months ago, more of a traditional type of midterm where the party in power has got to be really concerned. Uh, GOP approval uh, is, is up uh, to, to 49%, and among likely voters on the generic congressional ballot, 53 to 47 in the Republican Party. But as you know, Mark, uh, there are a lot of Democrats uh, who are out there saying, listen, this is going to be different. I've talked to House Democratic members and they're and they believe it. They think they're going to keep the House. Michael Moore uh, out there saying the House and Senate are going to stay in Democratic hands. But I don't know how you can really say that when you look at these type of numbers. Well, uh, again, I, I even wrote an article in The Wall Street Journal maybe about a month ago saying, hey, there's an interesting phenomenon they're the, the generic horse races are 50-50 and Biden's at 38. So there's 12 percent uh, who voted Democratic who are sticking that way, even though they no longer like Biden. And, you know, why is that? And and so it looked that way. I, I agree with you. But now <laughs> now I just think that the, the the inflation, immigration, crime wave has really gotten just so, so big and overpowering. Uh, that it's hard for me to see them holding it back. And even that, I think it's a very partisan country. It's very hard to move swing voters, you know, from over from one side to the other. There is a lot of dislike for, you know, for Trump, although Trump's numbers now at 47, 47 are better than they've been 
in, in a long time. The, the vice president has collapsed, uh, which I think is, is, again, another sign that she was handed immigration and, and wouldn't even visit the border. You know, I've never seen in all my years somebody handed a problem and they didn't even kind of do all the traditional photos of trying to, trying to look like they were solving the problem. I've never seen such bad judgment as I think that was was displayed by her and her team on an issue like this, because, you know, obviously, obviously she thinks she was she was handed stuff that would that would be, you know, a, a third rail in a Democratic primary. And that's why she, she decided to do nothing. But but back to your basic question, uh, I, I, I I agree with you. Uh, we're both in big trouble if the Democrats uh, hold on to the chamber. Uh, there have to be some intervening event we can blame if that does happen. Uh, but based on what we're seeing now, it's it's a return to the issues. The issues are favoring the Republicans. Uh, people are getting more comfortable with the Republicans and the Republican candidates. The Democrats have gotten more frantic and off message, it seems to me. Uh, and, and this is going to come in as a typical midterm election where the party out of power makes a comeback. Yeah, and I, I remember the the we, we you were doing some polling for us uh, in the first midterm of of Obama's uh, uh, and looking at House races, and I remember a lot of a lot of people out there were were careful about well the House is going to flip, but maybe it'll be forty seats or maybe thirty seats, and you said uh, it's probably going to be over fifty, uh, and a lot of people weren't saying that it ended up being sixty three. I mean, so you were closer than than most, uh, and that and, and that's that's why it's got to be troubling for Democrats because. In the first uh, midterm uh, of Obama's, they lost uh, the House, and the second midterm, they lost the Senate, and now both are in play uh, for Joe Biden's and his numbers. Uh, your approval rating in this polling, forty-two percent. Yeah, it's better than you know thirty-eight percent when it was you know uh, uh, several months ago in the thirties, but it's still nowhere near fifty. What do you think about uh, you know? I want to go back to Trump actually. Why do you think his numbers have have stabilized? You know, his lead over DeSantis, I thought would have evaporated. DeSantis numbers are good. Let's be let's be clear about that. But DeSantis handled uh, Hurricane Ian very well. Um, Trump is getting, uh, you know, subpoena headlines, bad headlines. But his numbers, he's still up 55, 17 against DeSantis. And as you say, he's 47, 47, which is a lot better than Harris. He would beat Harris by 11 points, according to your poll, and beat Biden by a couple. What, why do you think Trump is actually stabilized. Oh, I think Trump was falling from view, falling from favor. People were beginning to look for the new generation. And then Merrick Garland stirred the pot here. Rather than waiting till after the midterm elections, you know, 91 days before the election, goes goes to his house, sees a raid over documents. And, and the president looks like he's attacked by a partisan justice department. And that has reinvigorated him and his possibilities. You know, if the idea was genuinely to kill him off, everything the Democrats are doing is backfiring because they can't help themselves from overreaching. Uh, and if it was meant to bring him back because he thinks they're, they're the weakest uh, candidate, then they're being successful. Uh, I think they genuinely meant to kill him off or they genuinely meant to feel satisfaction in being the ones who killed him off. But instead, they're they have pretty much done the opposite. The number one issue that Democrats care about, according to your poll, is January 6th. And listen, that was a big event, event, a historic event. We had some reporters up there, very frightened. 
Um, but but is it really a top campaign issue? You know, the, the ad, even though Democrats care a lot about it, they're not spending a lot of ad money on January sixth. Uh, is it is it something that you think works on the campaign trail, or or is it kind of a dud? Well, it's definitely not working on the campaign trail. When you look at the list of issues that Americans are looking at in terms of the election or having an impact on the election, it's way down on the list. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think it was a mistake for them to put so much political capital you know, into this. Their best proof would have been to hold on to, to, the, to the reins of government as opposed to trying to prove that Donald Trump was, you know, behind the, behind the, the riot in, in, you know, at the Capitol. And, uh, and, and so they put a lot of energy, a lot of time, a lot of airtime uh, into it. And maybe it helps their base, but it doesn't seem like it's even gotten their base because Donald Trump's not on the ballot. So I'm not sure what it does. So, no, I don't, I'm not surprised you don't see a lot of campaign ads about it. Uh, it, it's, it's a, it's a DC thing. Uh, and it's, it's a really, it turns out to be a mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as, um, the Republican, you know, in, in prior polls, you said Republicans really haven't closed the deal. They came out with, you know, well, at least on the house side, Kevin McCarthy, the, the, he hopes he'll be the next speaker came out with a commitment to America. Uh, it, it got some criticism for not not having a lot of meat on the bones. But do you think Republicans have done better as far as closing the deal? Uh, because earlier this year, you're saying uh, not really. No, I think they've gotten better. I think that they, it took them a long time to come out with the commitment to America. They should have come out earlier. They should use it. I think people were looking for at least some positive stirrings from them, that it wasn't just a you know, a food fight here, but that they were going to take the country in a different direction. Look, I do think the Republicans would do even better if they had a a real leader who could articulate, you know, a vision and a set of different policies. Uh, I think this is a midterm election. You know, the ins have really messed up a bunch of things in the views of the American public. Biden and the Democrats are responsible for a lot of the uh, the mess. And and I thought maybe they would uh, forestall uh, what what was happening here, but it seems the Republicans have gotten more together. They're getting their message out. They may have difficulty in one or two of the of the Senate races, but uh, but nationally, I think people now are focusing on the hey, these are the problems, and I and I, and I can't I can't trust Democrats to solve these problems, and that's what's driving this midterm. Yeah, and you know more than more than four in ten Democrats blame Democrats blame Biden uh, for inflation, and eighty four percent think the nation is in a recession or will be in one. Now, President Biden recently said, "Well, if we have a recession, I don't think we'll have one, but it'll be slight." Uh, I mean, that, those numbers. I mean, can you? How do they compare historically uh, to? And what do you think now, as far as um, I don't know, passion and which which. It seems like Republicans, which is normal in a, in a midterm election, are the hungrier party right now. Well, I don't think actually it's that Republicans are, are the hungrier party. I think the people are upset about crime, immigration, and inflation, right, are the ones that, that they're coming to the polls not out of partisanship, but out of concern for the issues that are affecting their lives. Look, I think it's 56 percent believe that they are worse off today and that their economic condition is deteriorating. We know that that is the litmus test for any party and any president. Are you better off today? 
That is a devastating number. And to the extent that even the economy and people thought inflation was going to ease, it didn't happen, right? And we're going to have another Fed, uh, you know, intervention soon, and that will be the, the icing on the Republican cake. Um, what do you think these numbers mean? Uh, you know, the big picture obviously is, you know, is the House going to flip? Is the Senate going to flip? Uh, I've always, you know, throughout this, the historical trends, the numbers here, the numbers, even even when they got better for Democrats, I, I've just never believed. And if you really look at the individual races, it's hard for me to see any uh, way that Democrats hold the House. I think they do have a, a decent shot to keep the Senate. What do you think? Well, look, uh, let me just also go through for a second that uh, the Democrats were not going to go down without a fight. And so I think they had a strategy. One, the Supreme Court made its decision. That was helpful. I'm not sure they had the best strategy after that. If they could have held the line on getting everyone just for just for the old Roe versus Wade and not trying to expand it and go to ninth month and late-term abortions, they, they, they probably could have, I think, really been more effective than they have been you know, on the issue. Uh, I think the president went out and gave his big, big MAGA Republican speech. Uh, look, it was an effort, but I think it backfired because it was it was too harshly partisan and militaristic. Uh, then the president pardons four hundred uh, billion dollars of student loans. Hmm. That seemed like a pretty good effort. In fact, uh, in this poll, it's very popular overall, except that the people who have to pay for it are more upset than the people who are going to receive the benefits. So it actually works out as a as a net political negative. Uh, and and then he even pardoned everyone in prison, federal prison, uh, who was serving there only on a marijuana possession charge which also tested popular and was a very good move. And as our researchers found out, that will affect exactly no one in federal prison, even though uh, 50% of more than 50% of the American public believes that thousands of people are going to be uh, affected and let out of jail uh, as a result of this pardon because they've been unfairly uh, put in jail for smoking a joint on a corner and uh, something that turns out to be a complete myth. Uh, <laughs> but very few people, it seems, are going to learn that it's a myth. So so they had a strategy. They executed it. And, 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 and you know, I, I think that the, the speech, uh, the soul of a nation speech was a mistake. Uh, the, uh, the, the student loan thing was maybe too far. I think the, he could have been more modest. And uh, the marijuana pardon, I think, seems to work. Uh, and so if he's out giving college loans, electric cars, marijuana, uh, you know, that's an interesting collection of things. It doesn't seem to help the working person very much. It seems to be easy to paint in terms of a program, you know, ideally set up for elites. Uh, who can have an electric car, college education, and go back to the dorm and smoke marijuana without fear. Uh, and so consequently, I don't think it really hit at the core issues. And ultimately, we ultimately failed. And we're back to, you know, we're, where we were. And the lesson being, hey, when you have problems in the presidency, rising gas prices, inflation, you got to handle them. 
I mean, that's what the job is all about. And you got to handle them as quickly and impressively as possible. You can't be defeated by the Saudi Arabians who raise prices on you and thumb their nose at you. You, you have to have gamed things like that out. This is why it's the most complex job in the world. And it can't be handled by someone who most Americans think is really not up to the job. Uh, last question. Um, President Trump, uh, I mean, the big questions that we follow and we always are trying to figure out, we're, you're trying to figure out as well, who's going to win? Uh, so we've you know, talked about that. But we also, the other big question in Washington is, will former President Trump be indicted? Now, three sitting presidents have been uh, subpoenaed. He was recently subpoenaed by the January 6th Commission. But based upon what you said, what Mer Merrick Garland did with the raid and how it helped Trump, do you think if Merrick Garland tries to charge slash indict former President Trump, it would help him politically? Because as we all know, he's going to run for president again. Well, uh, it's interesting. Would 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 Biden step in and pardon President Trump if it's an indictment over classified documents at his house? That's if Joe Biden wanted to be kind of the you know a, a, a hero, although the pardon of Nixon actually hurt Ford, you know, in the end, uh, politically. Um, but that was a Republican president as opposed to a Democratic president, you know, pardoning a, a Republican. Uh, you know, a lot of events can happen. Uh, I thought that the idea that the Justice Department would really go after this was laughable. Uh, that they would that they would have stuck to the real violent offenders here, really prosecuted them to the to the limit. That they would have not prosecuted people who were really merely protesting, uh, and that they would not have gone near the political issues around the president and the president's team. And I was completely wrong. They have prosecuted everybody who they can find who had a phone that was anywhere near anything. And they are on the road to indict the president. I don't think there's any question about it. Uh, and 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 Biden is going to sit there, see his presidency hijacked, really, by that indictment, because that will become, you know, just such a large issue in the country uh, that it will overpower everything else. And as you saw, when the January 6th committee said to Trump, we'll subpoena you, he said, bring it on, right? <laughs> Yeah. And what the polling shows is, is, uh, is as a witness for the defense, uh, he is better than you think he's going to be. And it was a mistake, you know, to, to really have, have had to prove that he's a criminal. It would have been far better off letting him be a has-been uh, whose time has come and gone. Uh, this is the last poll before uh, the election. Uh, any closing thoughts? Because everyone now is really engaged in this stuff now. Well, look, anything. There can be October surprises. Um, uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking here. It's a, kind of a, a 20 seat move in the Republican direction. I'm looking at a 51-49 Senate in the Republican direction. A couple of things could go wrong. Oz could fall short. Warnock could win. Uh, and knock uh, Herschel Walker out. You know, there's a big debate coming tonight that uh, that maybe will will show how vulnerable or strong uh, Walker can hand up to to hand, you know, be as a, against an experienced, I think, speaker and debater like Warnock. So uh, 
I think there are a couple of, of, of events out that aren't purely about kind of the national political scene that, that could affect the outcome. But I do not see uh, a repeat of 1998. I don't see the Democrats holding on to the House and 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 the and the Senate and and having the satisfaction of saying that uh, they escaped the normal midterm elections. I don't see how you do that with a president who's underwater, a country who thinks it's going in the wrong direction. Fifty-six percent of the people think that they're that they're personally worse off, and immigration, inflation, and crime, core problems in people's lives up there is one, two, and three. It wouldn't make any sense to me if that happened. I'd really have to see, kind of what what this electorate was thinking. Well, it's going to be interesting to see, and of course, we'll we'll talk about it post-election. Thanks, Mark. All right, thank you, Bob. <laughs>